And it started from the beginning, from the genesis of that 4-0 loss against Pumas in December. And dude, there's no way if at least three of those goals should have been blocked by Jurado, dude. They were in but, his face, in his pole, dude. Ridiculous. At the end of the day, that lack of experience came to bite him in the butt. Would that but have happened not, with Guzinho? Would that have happened with Guzinho? I don't know. We don't. I don't think. Yeah, it I think it would have happened with whoever, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah. Look at some of those goals, bro. Look at your defense, nah, bro. Look at the defense. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruzazola Analysis. I'm your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. What's up, guys? And I'm also alongside Eli, also known as Lo Mejor de Cruz Azul. <clears throat> what's up, everyone? It's good to be back. So what's up? So we're coming from uh, a two-game streak. So we ended up playing okay. uh, Monterrey con Cacaf. Uh, we'll just be brief about it. We lost. We lost 1-0. <laughs> and we're here to talk about Toluca. Fuck it. So, tell us your thoughts on the Toluca game, Eli. Ivan. Um, Eli, go ahead. I I gotta think about it. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't expecting such a one-sided result. You see Santi and you see Angulo starting, and it's like you don't expect as many goals because both those players aren't the fastest. And obviously no cabecita and no Romo. But surprisingly enough, we managed to get two goals in the first, what was it? Five minutes? First five minutes, we were already up 2-0. And from then we just controlled it. Uh Angulo. But how do you guys see us about Angulo? Because I feel like he is kind of lazy. He gets the goals. He has nine goals in I think 20. Eight matches, I think it was, or 21, I believe. Since uh, he came back? We're in the year, in the year. In uh, 2021. Something like that. It was like 21 games and nine goals. But I feel like he's kind of slow. Because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't draw the defenders to him. He's not like a poste. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have... Like, he's not going to be there to draw the defenders to him and then give the ball to someone else so they can score. And I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of slow. He's kind of, how do I say this? I kind of expect more from him, even though he's scoring, if you know what I mean. Cause I feel like there's balls like right there and he, he doesn't go for him. He's not, he doesn't, he doesn't harbor a lot of skill. He's like a classic, uh, Casagol dude. He's just like, he's there at the right moment. You know, he, He's not the type of dude that is like, oh, this guy's an amazing fucking nine. You get me? He's just, but he's scoring goals, whether they be cheap ass goals, whatever they are, he's he's scoring them. You get me? What, what more do we want? Honestly, all that matters is that he's scoring them in the, like the most crucial moments when they matter the most. Like in the Guia, in the Vuelta against Toluca, he was the first oh, yeah. goal. In Concacaf, champions in Champions League in. Against Toronto in Florida, he scored that that banger that no one expected. Again, and then in the Vuelta too against Toronto, he scored that banger from outside the goal. Uh, obviously, he had the doblete for that game uh, against Toluca. Uh, I don't know, dude. He man, granted it's because Reynoso Reynoso makes everyone work. He everyone even Calderucho. If he would come back, he'd probably be like top goal scorer. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know. That's just how it feels because of that momentum. Because, you know, everyone is working like a team. Everyone just works. He knows what works and what doesn't, and he's making it all work. One thing that doesn't work, though, is Pasarini. Oh, my God. I've never yeah. seen someone so slow, so bad. He, he almost ruined up. He almost ruined the goal for Orbelin. The fourth goal, he couldn't control the ball. It went through his legs. It went through his legs. Luckily, he ended up with Orbelin, and he scored. Thankfully that he was torpe. That was the reason why Orbelin was able to get that rebound, I think. I think if he would have tried to control it, the whole play would have got ruined. Yeah. But I think that's a good, that's a forward's job is to try to get every ball in his vicinity. You know, he's not going to... 
they're egotistical he's all he cares about is his goal that's that's how forwards have to think you get me um especially someone like Pasolini who's lacking goals you know he's going to try to go for every single ball that's close to him regardless if he fucks it up for if someone's coming in in a better position he's going to try to get it himself but until you know until he scores and starts scoring he might get a little he might open up a little but he knows the crit the criticism aimed towards him right now um just real quick, are we not going to speak about the the Monterrey game? Or do you yeah, remember, do you do you remember anything? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about it. Oh, I mean, I mean, we already started with the Luca. We might as well end this and then talk about the Concacaf game since we're already on the Luca. But um, with the Luca being that the Luca was the number one in the league, I know it's only been like four jornadas, but they won they they had won three three games in a row and i i think they were pretty strong uh even in the last league yeah you get me we were like one goal away from getting eliminated um they're they're a strong team um but it's funny seeing how would you guys consider this second string Cruz Azul or, or or a b team or what would you guys i mean starting without romo without cabecita um without corona who else, we have who a complete else? like 25 25 players bro i think everybody that goes in has been prime time i mean we, we saw it with alexis peña um oh, yeah, dude's player that, solid. that we were i think we, we started hyping them up everybody else got on the wave of alexis peña i feel it he's been uh, good the, since the... campeones since campeones yeah, uh, well, since the Fresno game. True, but no one saw that game, Ivan. I saw I mean, it. I saw it. So you, you, granted, you were like the first people to say that he played good in that yeah. game. But uh, I, I, I'm also gonna admit that when he first came on, and when we saw when we saw him, what was it against the first leg against the Haitian team, right? Aguachile. Yeah, yeah bro. I was like, who the this guy is horrible. Like he was so slow, like. I mean, he was probably out of shape, dude. He hadn't played, right? I mean, at a competitive level. In, in over games. a year. Yeah. So that would kind of make sense. He was an Achiba starter, and then we swooped him, and now he already has two titles. <laughs> and, but, and uh, yeah, definitely, last game, he played really good. And I know we were talking a lot of shit about Orbelin at the beginning, and I think these last two games, Orbelin has been really good, dude. Honestly, really yeah, good. he... Granted, I mean, everyone's been trying to like hate on him, but so far he's been doing good. He, he's he gave the assist to a, to a, Angulo, the first goal. That was a, uh, what was Arvin's assist, right? I think it was Arvin's assist. Uh, yeah. He gave the assist to Santi in Nakaxa, and you know that's already if you can give an assist, that's good enough for me. Uh, and honestly, against Toluca, he was that little bit of a difference in the whole lineup like he was the playmaker you know he was the playmaker like this is what we want from him he want we want him to you know generate those chances and those goals and even maybe even score like he did so an assist and a goal it's already you know pretty good for him and it's hope that he keeps it going so that we can you know rely on him for this season and we don't have to you know send him to Subvente like some people wanted and hopefully he keeps that good run going uh, I also want to mention. So we we Alvarado came back, and he played in his uh, you know usual position that he also has him in as the uh, like the left wing back kind of player. Like he draws back a lot, yeah, like a defensive and, winger. And I like that because you don't see that from Montoya or you know those other players. Uh, uh, Montoya drops back a lot. He doesn't do shit up front, but he he's he drops back a lot. But since Alvarado has been playing that role more, he played that uh -huh. way all through the Guia into the title. So he's pretty used to it. He's accustomed to it. And he honestly mm. does a good job. And considering yeah. all the, you know, the rotation players that played, they all stepped up. Jurado stepped up to an extent. Not as much as Gudinho. <laughs> but Jurado had one good one, the header, yeah. where he had to dive for it and it bounced like right before he blocked it. So he, he was ready for it and... You know, he stepped up when we needed him. Maybe a little bit nervous because he almost did score that autogol. 
<laughs> when they passed it back to him and went between his legs. Same thing happened with Gudinho, right? I think in Monterrey. I don't remember. Uh, I know it happened. I don't remember which game, but it happened with Gudinho where they passed it back to him and he had it his was head Masatlan. up. I think it was Masatlan. Was it Masatlan? Uh, okay. Well, he before he had the ball in his legs, he was already looking forward to see where to play it to. Mm-hmm. So he lost track of the ball. And same thing happened to Jurado this last game. Luckily, nothing came of it. But, you know, uh, at least with Jurado, I feel like he needs more more confidence. Because he's good. He's fast. He's he's agile. He's getting to those saves. He just needs a little bit more confidence. And Gudinho, he coming from Cruz Azul Hidalgo, he would play in Irapuato. I remember he, Cruz Azul Hidalgo eliminated Irapuato at their stadium. Uh, and Gudinho was, you know... The reason they eliminated Irapato at in Irapato's home turf, he stepped up to that. So he's used to that pressure. He's used to. I feel like yeah. he's really mature because he's already played really important games, at least at his level. So, and you can see it in first team that he's mature. That he's you know he has that experience, and I love it, dude. I love it because you don't even who misses Corona. Do you guys miss Corona? Uh, no, a lot of people don't. I still stand by my view on and as a matter of fact I watched a YouTube video probably like two three days ago you know about like El Camino a la Novena and stuff like that and it started from the beginning from the genesis of that 4-0 loss against Pumas in December and dude there's no way if at least three of those goals should have been blocked by Jurado dude they were in but, his face, in his pole, dude. But Ridiculous. at the end of the day, that lack of experience came to bite him in the butt. Would that but have happened not, with Gudinho? Would that have happened with Gudinho? I don't know. We don't. I don't think. Yeah, it I think it would have happened with whoever, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah. Look at some of those goals, bro. Look at your defense, nah, bro. bro. Look at the defense. Have Corona okay. laughing at you? Not Corona. You have Kata laughing at you, bro. Look, at the end of the day, that, that helped us because Siboli was out. We got our freaking, our Messiah that came through, the chosen one. So it's all, it, it all worked out. I get it. But I still like, what I'm trying to say is, I don't know if I would put Jurado in a final right now. <laughs> you get me? Or Gudinho. Well, we have to get to them first. Yeah, but exactly. if we do, if we do come back from Monterrey, who do you want to be that goalie for that Comaga final against, let's say, America? Gudinho. I think you could play either one. Like, put, like, Jurado... Oh, they're really close, at, really close. ...at really CONCACAF, and then put uh, Gudinho at Campeones Cup versus uh, Columbus. So, at yeah, least, like, they both get the experience. So, when Liga comes, if either one has to play, we're not yeah. choking, like, uh, like, that game um, Ivan mentioned. Yeah, exactly. I guess, I guess I'm I'm a little biased because of that because I think they're they're both really good and everybody could have a bad game. I get it. Um, and maybe I'm being a little too harsh on Jurado, but like it, it's just that I have that bias because of what happened that day. And you know, it could have happened with Gudinho, who knows? But it didn't. You get me? It happened with Jurado. So I'm already kind of like, okay, I don't. Let, let's... You're kind of like one sided toward towards another. Yeah, exactly. But they they both they both are really good. I wouldn't say you give me, I wouldn't say they're Acevedo, but I think we're in good hands when it comes to you know goalies, definitely. And defensively too, because we didn't have Pablo Aguilar for that. Oh yeah, Luca. Defense is good. So you know that's good that Peña stepped up. And hey, El wanna... Romo, what's up? Oh yeah, yeah. What's up with that? How come he didn't play? Wasn't he on vacation? Isn't he taking a break from from the Olympics? Because he can't. Yeah. Or am I wrong? No, I think I'm wrong. Oh, no, I think they're giving him too. some some rest time. Because I know I mean, someone he, need, he needs it. Someone played. Someone played against. Someone played the semis against Monterrey, and after that, he took his break. I just don't remember who it was. Yotun or no? No, it was Romo. It was Romo. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. No, but you know who's been kind of off this season? Nacho Rivero. I, I think he's been kind of off. You, know, you guys don't think so? I think Juan Escobar too. I don't know. I don't know what's your guys' thoughts. I think Juan Escobar too has been kind of, kind of whatever. You know, he hasn't been like going up yeah. top. He's not creating offensively. No, actually, I'm I'm lying because that goal that 
that auto goal or goal that we gave Angulo last week. Remember? Uh-huh. I think he's the yeah, one yeah. that created that play. Yeah, he did that whole play. Yeah. Um, yeah. what's your guys' thoughts on uh, as far as uh, Santi Jimenez? I think he's looking um pretty strong. He's he's looking faster and faster, and I think his uh as t- in terms of cuerpo, I think he's getting um how would you say like more potente. Yeah, dude, he's only what 20? 19? It's 20. Yeah, no, he's got a lot of growing to do, dude. He's gonna get stronger and you know, he's he's far from his prime still, you get me? Um no, I mean I let's just hope it continues and, and if he doesn't score next game, you know, can't I know when we started talking shit about him, uh, let's be honest, he had the whole season without scoring a goal. You get me? Just so we're talking like 16 games. So we we were a little we were I think we had a reason to kind of complain and be like, yo, what the fuck's happening? You you're a striker. Um, but no, I mean he's he's doing good. I think um if I'm not mistaken, this goal he scored on Saturday, it was with his right foot, right? Yeah. And he's left footed, or is he I'm I haven't understood that he's le- he that he's a lefty. So if he could do this type of shit with his right, he's ambidextrous, and that's a huge advantage. That's that's super important in soccer, dude. You get me? So I think he has he has super potential. I would like him to stay maybe like if he's good. I don't I don't see him or I don't want to see him go into another league IMX team. Like I don't think it get better than this Cruz Azul for him right now in, in League IMX. You get me? I think he would need to make a jump to like Europe at one point. You get me? Because if Santi were to want to move up in Liga MX, financially it would only be Los Regios. I doubt he would ever go to America, which was arguably the, the best team in Mexico, just historically. Um, so he couldn't go to America. If he, he could go to Tigres or Monterrey for the financial security, but I don't think that would be like for for his soccer skills or for him as a soccer player. I don't think that would be a move upward. It's not like he's going to play better in Monterrey. You get me? Or get better experience. He's still going to be playing in Liga MX. So, I mean, what do you think, Jess? I know this guy is a huge, not you, Jess, but Santi is a huge Boca fanboy. If he were to leave Cruz Azul to play for Boca, do you think that would be a step up? I don't know, bro. To be honest, right now, Boca's doing pretty bad. I mean, the only the only thing is, like, you play for the fans. And it's nothing like playing at La Bombonera, but oh man, I mean, right now there's no fans in the stadium, so it's just like any other stadium in the world. So no, he's not gonna I, go right now. But no, but I'm saying like, saying in ge- when- like at this point, like I see him playing in Cruz Azul. I want him to stay in Cruz Azul. I feel like the team's kind of like built around him, one way or another. Like we kind of like complement him with like players like Angulo, who has that experience. I mean, Angulo for a reason. We bought, we paid like six millions for him. He was like one of the goleadores <laughs> in in Ecuador. And I, I, I we were posting memes earlier about uh, <laughs> Lukaku and and Holland, oh, yeah. right? Or Ibra, Ibra. So yeah. yeah, it's exciting to have a player of the caliber. And I mean, this going to like my next question, like like players like Santi Jimenez, like we get it, Chaco and so forth, but. Does that mean that we have players in the youth system that we just need to give them that little push and we could have like another Santi Jimenez out in Cruz Azul? You know what? I think Santi had a lot of he had he had a lot of advantage, not not even just because of his dad, in a sense that that they gave him favoritism in the club. I mean, he had a strong soccer background where his dad played in big clubs. Probably he could give if anybody could give him talks to motivate him about real, real soccer clubs and real finals and real experience in Primera and, and championships and the biggest championships in, in the American continent, which is the Libertadores, it's his dad. Second, look at his size, dude. Look who, look how when he was playing with, with the younger guys, it's not his fault he's that big. And so obviously he, he had an advantage, advantage and was able to to hone his skills because he could he could 
move freely and play with the confidence because he knows he he's bigger than everybody he was playing against. You get me? I think that that allowed him to to kind of step and do all the work, all the footwork he wanted to try out, everything he wanted to do because he was just so big. And um, I think that that has a lot to do with him being as good as he is, um, considering what he has a year in, in La Primera. You get me? In, in a, a club as big as Cruz Azul that's brought in, you know, supposed names that were supposed to change our history, like Pavone, like, like um, Teófilo, um, Tito, Villa. Tito Villa, you know, players that are like, fuck, you know, these guys are beasts, you know. And to have somebody like him that came from the academy, I think is amazing. You get me? I think we, we hit the jackpot with that. Yeah, I love that. You know, we we hit the lottery on that one. I love that. And you can say all you want about, you know, his death's chuckle or whatever that he had that hookup because of him. But when he was playing for our, you know, academy, he was scoring all the time. When he was 15, he scored 10 goals in 16 games. And he scored uh, many more throughout the years in the academy. But people tend to not mention that. Obviously, Dark Hard fans are going to mention that, but they say others are going to say they're going to hate they're going to say oh he's there because of his dad or whatever but no when he was in the academy he was scoring a lot and like i even said he had that he has that height and that you know he's built like that at that young age and he was running he he was like he was fast he was actually agile in, in the academy and he, you could see it in the goals because he was like taking defenders one-on-one -on -one. and obviously he wasn't going to stay like that as he got older but he had that talent at a young age and it did, I guess you could say it did help that his dad was on the team. But at the end of the day, it worked out. And that's all we can ask. That's all we can, you know, we can ask for from him. Because right now, he 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 was absent before Ligia that season. But since that Ligia, since that goal against Toluca, he's been he's been on it. And yeah, I hope I he think, just keeps it going. I think we could kind of compare him, not not in the similar playing style, but and I'm not trying to exaggerate. And to be 100% honest, I like I like the way that Diego Lainez plays. Um, but, you know, he came, he, he played with America, he won a championship, and he went off to Europe. You get me? He felt he was ready. They felt he was ready. Um, I don't know how he's doing in Europe. I, I like the I like his style of play. But I think, I think Santi could be a similar story. He already has a championship under his belt, a league title. You get me? That's playing in Liga MX. That's the ultimate goal. Whether you come at an old age or, or you start off young, the, the point is to win a, a Liga MX title, and he already has it. So his goal, his goal has got to be immediately after. What's the next? What's that? What's after a Liga MX title that is not um, that won't be inferior? You can't say an MLS Cup. You get me? If he was like, I want to go win MLS Cup, that's kind of like saying like, you know, you're you're moving backwards. Um, so obviously a jump to Europe is going to probably be the same fucking thing. He's going to go to like Betis or one of those fucking unknown teams. You get me? That's probably what's going to happen. But I think that's just the most logical move. And I think probably by 25, he should be out of Mexico. You know? Unless he's like, I want to, I hope he wants to stay in Cruz Azul forever. You get me? Like, like just said, but I mean, let's be honest. There's going to be some seasons that he's not going to be too good. Yeah, vamos a andar chingando, like, yeah, something needs to leave. Blah, blah. But I think the best, the best thing for him is to push this Cruz Azul Reynoso train to the fullest. As soon as it starts collapsing, he needs to jump ship. He needs to be like, okay, I got to, I got to move up. I got to go to, I got to go to try out in Europe or, you know, boom 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 because like i said if he goes to somebody like america he's gonna be hated by by everyone that loves him right now and if he goes to like theater monterey maybe but i don't see it as a i see it as a big financial step but i don't see it as as something that's going to benefit his his soccer skills so i would say either santi before he's 25 he needs to go to europe or he needs to go to boca that's me He's definitely not going to leave to another Mexican team. If I remember correctly, uh, the president said the young Mexican players only leave to Europe. They're not going to leave to any local teams. So if Santi keeps his momentum going, maybe get that other championship, the Zoblete, then 
he'll after that he'll for sure go to Europe. But I feel like he would want to make a name for himself here before yeah. going on to Europe. Yeah, he's but for still sure young. he's not, but for sure but for sure he's not going to another Mexican team. I hope not. I hope not as his next move. Maybe at the end of his career, come back and play for Pachuca. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. That wouldn't seem too far fetched. But um, it's because look, because Santi has, like you said, he's gonna make a name for himself in, in this in this um, league right now because he's so young. You get me? And we don't want to prematurely send him off to fail in Europe. But for example, players like Romo. How old is Romo? He's like 20, 27 or what? 26. Okay, and Orbelin is around the same, right? 25. Yeah, see, they're, they're kind of like over the hill in a, in a sense. They're kind of like, yo, if I'm going to move, if I'm going to go to Europe, it has to be right now. I'm not I'm not a young 20-year-old. Yeah, they can't stick around. Exactly. Yeah, Romo is my age. He's 26. And Orbelin's like only like three months older than me. Damn. That's crazy. You think about it, it's like fuck. Like we're getting old. Like these guys, they're they're similar to ages as us. Um, Berlin is twenty five. Yeah, Berlin is my age. So it's like uh, Santi was born in two thousand one. When Dang, he was. <laughs> dang, Chaco won the Libertadores, and he's like, I'm ready for a kid. <laughs> <laughs> is that his? Is that his? Uh, first one? Second. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, first, first, first. No one, no first, one's older first, than him. March twenty fourth. So when did we play that? Couple in June. Oh, never mind. He had already been born. Anyways, all right. But um, so what did you guys think about that third goal though? That goal was like prime time. Like that finish. I don't know what your guys' opinions about it is, but fuck, like those are the kind of goals that I love. That he just. Brian Angulo just takes on the fucking defender. The one that was, um, I, I think Eli has more information about it, like about how like he was running his mouth in the press conference. The guy from Toluca and um, ended up uh, getting a red card getting and off. getting a a nice little goal that we scored on. Him. That that dude, he was he's like eighteen, right? The one that got sent off. The one that was you know talking. Uh, He's a younger cat, I believe. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that was funny. That was pretty funny to me. Uh, completely merited. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. But, you know, you love to see it. When someone's in form, you're scoring all of them. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're left-footed, right-footed. Like, going back to Santi, he's, he's left-footed. But when you're in form, you're scoring all of them, even with your weak foot. Angulo... Surprisingly enough, he made the run away from the goalie just enough so that he the goalie left so much space on his right, and uh, Angulo just you know shot it right there. And I like that goal, dude. It was nice. Honestly, I was surprised. I was like, we're already winning by three, and we're so used to like the one zeros, the two to ones, yeah. where it's like, wow, this is you know this is. When was the last time we had a goleada? Uh, I don't know if you count the three one against Toluca and. This in Ligia, but I think this is the most in Reynoso era. I, I think, think this same jornada, the last season, we beat Querétaro 4 1. Yeah, yeah, I remember something like that. So it's been like around, I don't know, like six months or yeah, like six oh, months yeah, now. Yeah. So that's great, man. We're just great. We're it's pretty similar to that season that we won where we didn't win the first two, then we won, and then we won by Goleada. At the first first game, so hopefully it's keep this going. Cause if we keep playing like this, then we're on route for a doblete, or at least on route for Ligia. Cause we're already we've really been four weeks, but we're fourth place. We're not playing the Pechaje as of now, so we gotta keep that in mind. I think I think it's it's like that type of situation, like a little kind of metaphor to like boxing. You know, when when you're boxing, you see these boxers and they got someone on the ropes and they already got them days. And it's kind of like, they just, you know, they see that they could, they could knock them out and they just go, go, go because that they have to take advantage of that moment. Cause they might not come back. This is how I see Cruz Azul right now to me. And I'm not just being biased because I'm a Cruz Azul fan. Every, every other team that's supposedly good, that's supposedly all this, 
they're they're like in a bad moment right now. They're in bad shape. And Cruz Azul is solid, dude. And they have to take advantage that America is going through like a Boingera, that, you know, Toluca's are as good as they are. They're still our sons. Um, Tigres and Monterrey, horrible era. And, you know, these are all the people, and, and Leon is our sons. Um, all these people that could compete with us, they're going through like a really bad or a mid phase. And Cruz Azul is like going through like this prime phase. And they need to take advantage of this fucking era and get every championship they can't do because who know you know as soon as tigres regroups you know guinaca all those um carioca all those all those carlos alcedo's out guzman out like when they get a new generation in they might again rise to the top you know because they have the money um same with monterrey um and cruz azul we know they don't have i'm not saying they're broke but they don't have monterrey money you get me and so they have to take advantage that however it is with your 4 million, 3 million, whatever dudes, this team that's built plays the best out of every Mexican team right now. They don't have all the names. They don't have all the money, but as a team, they're playing, they're playing the best soccer. And we, and we need to capitalize that because this, this moment might not come back. In long they need time. to stretch a dollar. They need to know how to like stretch that fucking dollar and get the, the most out of it. Exactly. Not even not even a dollar. Otero, our new number ten. You know he was he was a free agent, so we got him just for that. Uh, what was I gonna say? Let's see how he works out. Let's see. He should be ready for Monterrey semis. Uh, but let's see if he can be that number ten that we that I've been desperately wants. Uh, I was about to say, don't you think though that Orbelin is kind of playing like a ten? Yeah, I would say so. Because he's yeah, he's yeah. by the strikers, he's making those, you know. So he's uh, gonna. Oh my bad. Uh, he's not. He won't be for Conca, but for the league. Uh, it's gonna be a good game against San Luis on Saturday. That would be a perfect game for him to show what he has, and hopefully he doesn't end up a flop, like we tend to have with South American players. But let's see. Uh, Reynoso can Re- Reynoso's make everyone make work. Man. No, but don't don't we play Wednesday against Monterrey? Yeah, but I don't think he can play on it for No, for I think he could. Or am I tripping? Jesse no uh, can he he could play Jesse he could play Yeah, yeah he could play. Can... It's just that um the game was for the league, not for, for Conca. The one that's coming up. That's yeah. the game the one for Conca is the one that you're going to, Ivan. Yeah, in a month exactly. In a month exactly. Okay, I'm tripping. <laughs> It's because your man yes. Ernie is waiting for you outside already, bro. Yeah, bro, he's, <laughs> he's waiting for me at Chick-fil-A. What the fuck are you guys going to go do? Go run? Nah, uh, he had a package today. And oh, okay. I'm going to go. Hey, don't be, don't I'm gonna be. Go, I'm going to go see his package. Don't be flexing other people's medals because this fool over here, he hates it. Jesse hates it. <laughs> <laughs> He made me change my picture, bro. Uh, I'm just like you, bro. Oh, my bad. I talk talk my shit, bro. It's just like your girlfriend or something. You can't be posting pics or what? No, that fool made me change my profile picture on Twitter, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to post one just to piss him off. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jess. So that fool Neto is just jogging around the city with his his package. (laughs) (laughs) Going to go break into his car. This fool. Hey man, if you got it, flex it. Lompoc. Is it Lompoc? 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 Some Lompoc. some people call it Lompoc, but that sounds weird. That's Anyways, how I would call it. So, good news. It looks like our president is moving forward with the good times. Uh, it was announced, at least by Cordova, that La Sangre Azul will finally be back in the stadium with, you know, instruments and banderas and all that stuff. So our stadium won't be the cementerio that it's known for anymore. Obviously, it's not until the pandemic allows it, but at least from the directiva, they have the green light, which means, you know, we're going to be like a normal team again with our own supporter group. And did you guys see I that? I'm excited. Did you, guys, did you guys see that banner in the Coca-Cola game that Monterrey pulled out, dude? We need to do mm-hmm. that shit, dude. Is that what we're going to see now? 
I mean, if uh, I mean, if our if La Sangre wants to do it, then yeah. Well, aren't, sure you part of, aren't you part of La Sangre, bro? Why don't you tell them? Nah, bro. I'm just you know I just hang out with whoever lets me hang out with them. No, nah, but uh, <laughs> officially, officially, no, I'm not. Okay. And, well, uh, still, let them know, bro, to make a banner. Oh, Big ass. I'll hit up. What's his name? La Pulgar. What's his name? The 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 main guy. I don't know. It's not. A, it's not. It's not. I don't have anything to do with any of them. For the record, but hopefully they have that vision to make something big, bring a telon out, you know, at least for Congacaf, because hell yeah, we need that support and we want to see that color back. We all saw Carson, how you know, we all saw the color, the flares, and the colorido it was beautiful, and obviously the the team likes it because it's all and it's all over their their Twitter, all the pictures. You see Cabecita with a song in the background, and I- we're gonna start seeing more of that. Hey, I was surprised. I went to probably like, I don't know, must have been like fucking eight years back. Nah, maybe like six years back. I went to a Pumas Cruz Azul at the Coliseum and um, the the Sangre de Califas, they put out a huge ass banner, dude. Like it covered up like the whole shit. How come they didn't do that this time? Or they never done it again? I mean, it all depends if they let you bring it in. Huh. I know Coliseum, take it, but they're little... not going to let them. Coliseum's a little more flexible than uh, StubHub or um, yeah, Co- yeah, Coliseum has like what eighty thousand crowd capacity compared to like the twenty at the StubHub or my bad, Dignity Health. Dignity but yeah, yeah. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see it back in this Azteca. Uh, we and hopefully they behave this time. You guys know who you are. Let's uh-huh. keep the good times going. You know our directivas up right now. They're more liberal with that kind of stuff and the normal it should be the normal but you know how our past directiva was but it's good to see changes for the better so how's it how's it looking for the columbus game eli like a lot of a lot of twitter people going like you're more into that you know i'm kind of i'm a little jealous because i know that atmosphere is going to be sick i've seen these mls games dude like atlanta um lafc they're they're fucking their stadiums get lit, dude. So I, I'm jealous because I know it's going to be like that. And I know the Azteca is going to be dead as fuck. But I, I still, I'm still going to go over there. From what I've seen, I know one of the porras, at least one of the family ones, is, gonna, is trying to get the hookup with the promoter to get their space. But so far, nothing concrete. I mean, we still have like quite a bit of ways to go, more than a month. But uh, if anything, I'll let everyone know on Twitter. Uh... But yeah, uh, for now, it's been, you know, like everyone's still in the planning stages. Everyone's still trying to see, you know, because especially with me, my dad, I want I was going to go by myself. But now all of a sudden, you know, my dad wants to go and all of a sudden he wants to go to New York. So it's like planning this, planning that. Yeah. That fool don't, don't want to leave you alone, bro. That fool, that fool he's going to cock block you. Yeah. He's like, if you know, you know. Anyways, but yeah, you know, I can't say no to dad. I took him to the League MX final. What's another final? You know, what's another final? Gotta keep those good times going. He didn't go with you too. Well, he didn't even go to the... The Campeon de Campeon. No, it's because they weren't too sure if they wanted to go because it was short notice. And by the time they made up their mind, there was like no tickets already. And they were for sure not going with the with La Sangre, so... I'm all by myself. Because they, were, they weren't like 100%, so... That wasted time, and by the time they decided, there was no tickets anymore. They didn't want to see you chanting all the porras argentinas or what? Nah, bro. Uh-huh. They, nah, especially my mom. She'd probably like pick me up and like toss me at the stadium if she she saw me there. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> ¿Por qué te juntas con esta gente? Eliza oh, Barra Brava. If you guys didn't know, <laughs> I know all the songs and todo, but I'm not affiliated with anyone. So if you're going to Columbus, I better hear you sing all the songs. Even that new one, the the who got the what's it called, the Muchachos one, the championship one. You guys better better study that one. Send me that shit, bro. I don't think I've heard. Yeah, it. I got it. you, bro. I got send you. It. I got you. It's a good one. I like it. But yeah, uh, Columbus. Yeah, I'll see you guys there. Uh, Jesse, you better pull up. Ivan, you're not going, so it's your oh, fault. Wow. You're lost. What What's the date again? Like September twentieth or something? Twenty nine. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting back from Mexico like the Monday before that. 
and you know i can't just leave work again to go fly to columbus you know I mean? oh yeah i got you what about you jesse you planning on going yeah i want to go but lately like work's been busy and then since like oh. they got me on they're gonna like promote me or whatever so i gotta like yeah congratulations yeah thanks Whose bro. dick you sucking i know you're, <laughs> you're out there doing putting in work my bosses bro damn tapito so we can add them to the group <laughs> <laughs> all right so predictions for wednesday i hope we win just so we could come in with confidence to that to that final leg in the in the in the concacaf the second leg um, i can i can see us doing the remontada for sure 3-1 3-1 second leg for sure but okay so how did monterrey do this weekend they won huh 3-1 versus pachuca funes yeah. mori scored his uh, record breaking goal okay took him like three months <laughs> not uh I don't know. Uh, would you? Do you guys know why Cabecita didn't start? Probably just to save him for Kangakaf, because I know Reynoso's taking it super seriously. Hmm. And that's a good thing. At least well, for a big team a like month us. away, bro. What do you mean? We play him today, this Wednesday. No, not for Kangakaf. You retard. What are you talking about, bro? We play the Kangakaf second leg in September, September 16th. Just use this shoe on my tripping. Yeah, bro. You, we tried to correct you. Bro, earlier, hold too, on, bro. hold on, hold on. Is Google like tripping or something? <laughs> no, it's because we play versus Monterrey this game. For the league. But for the league. Oh, uh, I'm an idiot then. Okay, yeah. It's really <laughs> but anyways, all right, whatever. I'm planning ahead. <laughs> so anyway, so why do you think he didn't start with Cabecita? I mean, it worked out. Don't get me wrong, but he's our star player. We He gave us the campeon de campeones. He gave us... The, the championship is... we don't need him bro we got santi so do you think he basically underestimated the luca like in a sense he was like okay we we can start with these guys we'll, we'll save our star player Honestly, but he, tried, but he didn't do much during that game he almost got injured too oh yeah i saw that did so okay so this wednesday against monterey for the regular season um do you think he's gonna start with who he started this last game, or he's gonna start Cabecita? Starting Cabecita for sure, for huh. sure, for sure, for sure. Maybe hopefully, Cabecita's... hopefully. Unless he wants to use him as a super sub, and have Santi start again. I, I think I liked that Santi could play with Angulo and Cabecita, and 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 be good with either of them because we've seen him celebrate goals with all these guys. I mean, he's there and he's. He's like a good luck charm. I just, yeah, hope I, I, just I just hope Pasini doesn't start. I don't want to see Pasini anywhere. He's going to play the Copa Mekis. Bro, that's not even a thing anymore. <laughs> that's like his level shit, though. No, I think okay. I think we're being a little hard on Pasini, but hopefully throughout the season is when we'll we'll actually like give him like the final like like fuck you suck or. He proved us wrong, you know. I think, mm-hmm. like I even said last season with Montoya. I mean, at the end, I mean, he yeah, won the league the, with us. So, I mean, and I like, I like how he played the yeah, like just his defensive, like just the fact yeah, because he's, he's a defensive back. player. He's not, he's not offensive, bro. I think offensive Montoya was like 2016. Now he's just a different player. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I like, like we said, and. Every single person on the team can have good and bad days. Every single person to me, like, well, from what I've seen this last game, like, I feel like, okay, everyone kind of understands each other. We might not have the stars. We might, we might, you know, but I wouldn't be scared no matter what the lineup, you get me? I I wouldn't be like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing or what the fuck, you get me? Um, this, at this point, I trust Reynoso to yeah, pretty throw much. in whoever he wants. Pretty much, dude, because he started, you know, a year without Cabecita, and we won 4-0. So if do things, you guys if, think... If, if things were to turn ship, how much credit do you give Reynoso? Like what? What do you mean? 
like say like result wise we start like kind of like flopping and stuff like how much credit does reynoso have like we can see him, we, we can see him off till next season if he if things don't go our way this season at least for me i give him another season yeah i would give like if what if, what if we don't even classify the Ligia though would you still give him another season we need to give him a, a team first of all you know we need to, or we need to get him transfers first of all because you can't really pick and choose what to reinforce if there's no players to you know buy so i give him just enough credit for that because he's making magic from what we got what we've had and yeah you know it's not like he's having he's picking and choosing who he wants to reinforce certain lines because we can't and but he's making everyone work and that's where i give him credit if this season doesn't work out then it's fine it's whatever yeah no i think you know what i think it's like going back to what happened at the embassy Boldi's era like it's not even so much about losing the semi-final it's about the way you lose shit you get me like if reynoso busted a mamada like that like how would we feel you get me like if he blew a 4-0 lead like in a semi-final like i don't see reynoso being foolish enough to lose a final like that or anything 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 like like i think i think he's very uh prepared he proved it in the playoffs i think he's gonna prove it with us in this match in concacaf so i think um we have a gem i'd blame i blame the players before him i blame yeah no definitely they're the ones yeah definitely i think because like you said he has a lot of a lot of credit a lot of good points because of what he's done with the players that he's gotten that we know a lot of them haven't been haven't been star signings you know you got players at the end of their careers you got the montoyas you got the angulos and he made them champions so you know if that's all they got to give and he doesn't make them champions like you said, I think it's it's mostly the players' fault. You get me? Because we know that Reynoso is a good coach, and we know that he could do wonders. So if, if it didn't happen, it's not because he couldn't do it; it's because the players couldn't do it. If you get me? Yes, sir. I I agree, honestly. But for now, trust Reynoso 100%. He can put in whoever he wants, and I'm not gonna complain. Honestly, if he put Eli. Ivan and me, fuck, <laughs> dude, volaríamos right there, bro. Top goal score, top goal score. Weren't you a goalie, Eli? I was goalie, striker, and winger back in the day. But when there wasn't goalie, I was goalie. I fucking scored three goals this week, bro. Sick. And we not even the, not even Angulo. The two <laughs> games, the two games that I scored in, we lost both games, both of those teams. And then Sunday we won again with my other like, team. Yeah, like game from Sika. Scoring, really? always losing. That's what I fucking hate it, dude. And that's actually been a reoccurring theme in, in my little soccer career that I've had. It seems like when every time I score, it sucks because I get rained on because we end up losing. And I'm like, bro, I don't even feel good. I scored and I can't even enjoy it because we lost. All right. Well, I think I think you guys. It's, it's almost time for you to go meet up with uh, with Ernie. <laughs> I don't want to hold you up anymore. So I just want to shout out some people before we, um, we end this episode. So I want to shout out the, the boy, uh, David Torres, uh, 22. I think he's from Mexico. He was speaking English on his tweet. So shout out to you, bro. Shout out uh, Chuchorito12, Jesus. He was on the podcast, like the very first um fan episode that we did so shout out to him appreciate the love um carlos garcia shout out to you oh shout out the homie um oh the baggot uh okay he's a big uh desk fan so that, shout out to american him. the u.s player the right back for barca okay yeah he uses his email or um oh, so i know i know his obvi his obvi yeah so shout out to him shout out uh, little playboy 64 the homie marlin Shout out to uh, Louis Pineda. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to uh, Alexis Jair. You guys want to shout out anybody? Shout out to everyone that retweeted that video I posted of the Cruz commercial. 
to doing numbers, as in numbers, I mean 100 retweets. That's numbers for me. 10,000 views. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, but yeah, thank you, everyone that interacts, comments, replies, retweets, likes, whatever. I don't care. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Uh, and thank you for being with us throughout this journey. I just give a shout out to that fool, um, uh, Beto. I don't know. I, f- I don't know his fucking. Yeah, se me pasó a mí también. Yeah, se me pasó a mí también. Bro. What's, his, what's his Twitter? What's his at? What's his handle? Uh, it's at Beto underscore Gonzalez. Okay, yeah. Shout out to that fool listening to the podcast to the very end, having it, getting a kick out of it. So no, and I the did. funny, the funny part is, I think he's um. He's in Mexico, I think, and he he wrote to us like uh like when we first started that he um he started listening to us because he wanted to mm. learn English. So oh okay yeah so it's it's very cool that he's interacting with us. Um, I thought he was I thought I thought he was he knew English well like this no like no it, I don't, or at least that's that's the way he, the way he interacts with my tweets. Yeah. You get me? Oh that's yeah. cool. Shout out to you, Beto underscore GLZ. Yeah, El Fifas, as he likes yeah, to call himself. Guy. He's always interacting with me too. And you know, we see you, bro. We we you know, shout out to you and thank you for all the interactions, all the love and all love back. Yeah, and then just thanks to all the all the pages that be posting uh Cruz Azul girls and shit. So we can see <laughs> we could be we could be <laughs> getting some eye candy. Thank you guys. <laughs> Alright guys, I think we're gonna call it a night. I'm gonna go get me some Chick-fil-A. And I will see you guys whenever we do this again. Alright. Alright, good night. Good night. Good night, y'all.